This is episode 15 of Babin's Bedroom. Cops used to come around, you know, in my neighborhood. All right, you kids, stop having so much fun. Move along. Oh, they'd arrest me, you know, especially at night. They have a curfew, right? So you have to be home by 11, Negroes 12. And you'd be trying to get home, you know, doing your crew runs. They always would catch you out in front of a store or something. Because you'd be taking shortcuts, right? Cops. Put your hands up, black boy. I don't want to hurt nobody. We just came here to party. See a few dames exchange some names. I'm a top shot. The kids stay in your lane. The cop shot the kid. Same old same. Pour out a little liquor. Champagne for pain. Slap boxing in the street. Crack the hydrant in the heat. The cops cars on the creek. Doing their roundups, we just watch for the sweet. Yeah, it's hotter than July. It's the summer when it's die. It's the summer when it's ride. Together we'll be strong, but forever we divide. So y'all are blowing my high. Type is killing my vibe. White kids are brought it alive. Black kids get hit with like five. Get scared, you panic, you going down. The disadvantages of the brown. How in the hell the parents gonna bury their own kids, not the other way? Reminds me of Emmett Till. Let's remind him why Cat Nils. Jacob Blake was shot seven times. Seven shots in his back. He was held by a strand and was shot seven times. Seven times and his kids were watching. If you shoot someone once, I would think you would be like, what the fuck just happened? Like, you would be shocked. Even if it was your job. Even even then, your job isn't to kill or shoot anyone. Your job is to protect. I would still think you would feel some way after one shot. Two shots. They shot seven times. And didn't feel a thing. How you shoot seven times and feel nothing? You're trying to kill that person. You aren't trying to resolve the situation. You're not trying to protect. You're trying to kill that person. That could have been my friends. My friends could have been hospitalized. My friends could have been inside the casket easily for shit like that happened. You know how fucking heartbreaking that is to fucking say how easy that shit happens, how often that shit happens. Why are there so many cops in these videos trying to get one person, trying to hold down one person? You train, right? You lift, right? You do everything you need to fucking do. And you need how many people to fucking get one person? Bro, his back was turned. He was probably, he was looking inside the fucking, his kids were there, bro. His back was turned and you're shooting him. Holding on to his shirt, shooting him seven times. Seven fucking times. You shouldn't be a cop. You aren't ready to be a cop. You're not the right person. When we say defund the police, we're not, we don't mean take all, all the fucking everything, bro. We're not saying that shit. They just have, they have too much money for nothing, bro. That money could be fucking spread out around communities. That shit could be spent on kids. All lives matter when black lives matter. If you aren't black, then you'll never know.
You'll never know what's what it's like stepping out outside your house. I'll never know what it's like stepping outside. I'll never know what's what it's like uh, thinking about my next move, thinking about how I look, thinking about what I'm gonna do, thinking about if I'm gonna get back home. I always think I'm coming back home. I always tell my parents I'll be right back, always, and I believe it. And black people don't believe that shit. And fucking all these people, the all lives matter, or like statistics and all that. Oh, black on black crime shit, bro. That's another. They gotta worry about that shit and fucking cops. That doesn't make sense, bro. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. They can't just take off their uniform and live life like fucking cops, bro. Blue blue lives matter is not a thing. Stop saying statistics doesn't care about feelings. Feelings make statistics. How many times have the police injured or killed a black person? Because they felt scared. Because they felt fucking threatened for no reason. They felt that black lives don't matter. Those feelings make up statistics. If you aren't prepared for the job, bro, then then don't sign up. Some straight bitches in broad daylight shooting Jacob Blake. In fucking broad daylight. What are you afraid of? His back's turned and you shoot him seven times, bro. Seven then we have 17-year-old fucking white kid carrying an AK and being respected by the police. Fucking putting on the speaker, thank you for your fucking whatever the fuck. But a 12-year-old Tamir Rice was killed for having a fake toy gun. This shit is so fucking disappointing, bro. It's so sad. It's so fucking sad. I'll be ending this episode with Jay-Z's footnotes. With Dark Rivers post-game interview. With TNT's inside the NBA. You can't get mad that these sport, that sports are stopping again. You can't get mad that players are walking out, walking off the court. Walking off the field. There's a lot of racist-ass people wearing... Bro, cops be wearing fucking black person's jerseys. Why do they have to be successful for their life to matter? fucking putting on a LeBron James jersey you're putting on a fucking Jordan jersey you're putting on bro the best players are fucking black bro (laughs) the best players are fucking black you got fucking Usain Bolt bro security is out here pushing the Raptors not letting him inside not letting him on the court after they just won the championship he just won the NBA championship and you just fucking fucked up his moment Because you have a fucking badge and you think you're fucking bigger than everything else. I hope you guys reflect and talk with others about how you really feel. And and if you're on the right side of history. Because this year will go down in history. What will you tell your kids? No one's born racist. Everything happens inside the fucking house. Everything you learn, it's inside the house. No one's born racist. I also want to say R.I.P. to Chadwick Boseman. He was one of many superheroes I and many others look up to. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys continue to listen to the rest of this episode because, like I said, I'll just be showing uh, footnotes, the Doc Rivers, and um, and inside the NBA. Now, being black in America is like being like uh, 
tiny compressed box anchored at the bottom of the ocean, like 10,000 pounds of pressure on you at all times, you know, and, and, and not really feeling like you can speak your truth. The difference between black men and, and white men is this. We move through the world playing defense. We don't have the capacity to play offense. Like, we can't move, because we are constantly looking for the moment when you're going to be disrupted. So you walk through the world very aware that the world views you a certain way. So you got to play defense, and you got to play it real smooth. When you don't get disrupted like that, you walk through the world going, huh, what can I build there? How can I make this work? You play offense. So your whole flow is different. You know, when I walk by, you want to glass clutch your purse, or when we're sitting on the train, you want to get up and move, and it's like, look, I just bought this brand new Burberry clone, so I know I don't smell. Sometimes I get pulled over and pray for a black officer, just so that I can look in his eyes and be like, man, like... Like, you know our plight, like, just don't do nothing stupid. I'm, our hands are on the wheels, we're good. Still there. OJ, like, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. Success is still in many ways a synonym for white. And so once you attach successful to the black man, there's a little key that has been given to you that may give you access to the white world. The key can be taken away, Cosby, Tiger, etc. The key can be taken away. But at least you have a key for the time being. What I put in my head was going to create my life. Right? So I knew really young that if I thought of myself as somehow less than somebody else, I was going to build a life that was less. To go from the projects to the policies, that's a long journey, and a percent of a percent of a percent of a percent get to that point. It's going to take for, you know, the way showers to do it, and then not get to that point, and then, like, turn into, like, I ain't black. I'm OJ. What stands out to me is, um... Just, just watching the Republican uh, convention, and this, they're spewing this fear, right? Like, all you hear Donald Trump and all of them talking about fear. We're the ones getting killed. We're the ones getting shot. Uh, we're the ones that we're denied to live in certain communities. Um, we've been hung. We've been shot, and. All you do is keep hearing about fear. It's it's amazing why we keep loving this country, and this country does not love us back. And it's just it's really so sad. Like I should just be a coach, and it's so often reminded of my color you know it's just really sad we got to do better uh, but we got to demand better like we got you know it's, it's funny we protest and they send riot guards right uh they send people in riot outfits they go to michigan with guns 
and they're spitting on cops and nothing happens. The training has to change in the police force. The unions have to be taken down in the police force. My dad was a cop. I believe in good cops. We're not trying to defund the police and take all their money away. We're trying to get them to protect us just like they protect everybody else. Uh, I didn't want to talk about it before the game because it's so hard. Like, just keep watching it. That video, if, if you watch that video, you don't need to be black to be outraged. You, don't, you need to be American and outraged. And how dare the Republicans talk about fear? We're the ones that need to be scared. We're the ones having to talk every to every black child. What white father has to give his son a talk about being careful if you get pulled over? It's, it's just ridiculous. And it just keeps getting, it keeps going. Uh, there's no charges. Breonna Taylor, no charges, nothing. All we're asking is you live up to the Constitution. That's all we're asking for everybody, for everyone. Thank you. You can all go, you can go by the tape, and that's all you can go by. But there's got to be a way when you have two or three cops, an unarmed man should not get shot seven times. And the thing that scares me the most about this whole scenario it was either two or three kids in the car. Yes, kids who were three, five, and eight. And if one of those bullets ricochet or go through a body shot and kill one of those young kids, uh, man, I, I, that would that would be it would make our bad situation really, really bad. But I don't understand if you got three cops how it get to that point where you shoot a guy in the back seven times. That just cannot happen. You know, it's obvious that we need police reform. And LeBron made a good statement. November is coming up. Uh, so it's always good to talk about these things, but now we need to get people in place that can change these laws and change these rules. New chiefs of police, new sheriffs, uh, new ADs, new senators, because uh, it's it's uh, definitely getting out of hand. Yeah. And it's heartbreaking. It's just, it's so difficult to watch, and it's so inconceivable to wake up in the morning and see that video and say, no, after what we've seen in recent months, this, yeah, you just shake your head. Just a good kid, he wasn't that guy. 
Had a little hit, he wasn't that hot. Cop go claim that it was self-defense. Say he was riding dirty, so the case rinse. Working out of five. Try to stay alive. Making ends meet. Shot him this week. Top shot, the 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 top shot,